It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Is Tamara okay? You know how Heather Dubrow is sort of notorious for saying, I think you're having a mental break. I wish someone would say that to Tamra. She is. I I mean, we'll get we'll get into it. Hi, she she's. If you're new here, welcome to She Speaks Bravo. I'm kind of like your crazy friend that watches a ton of TV and views Bravo as a form of self-care. So if you're interested, make sure you're subscribed, follow along, rate review the works and let's get into this episode of orange county if you are a patreon member stay tuned for the end because we will be getting into southern charm if you're wondering where pia is pia's father's memorial service was today so if you haven't already sent her a little love she is on instagram at pia j v p i a g e t and I will also have that in the episode description if you want to just drop her a little little love ya, mean it type of thing. Okay? All right, guys, let's roll the intro and get this started. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. I mean, look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I'm a complete mess. What is this, honey? I love that. I'm Emily. Every week, I recap the latest episodes of your favorite Bravo shows, from Housewives to the Underpump Rules. We need to get more cosmopolitan. So if you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. All right. We've just had Tamara be utterly insane with Jen, screaming at her that he's been cheating on her for a year. Jen has left the table Okay, I'm I'm going to try my best to analyze Tamara's psychological issues, and I'm calling them issues because she doubles down. Maybe, the, you know what, maybe when all cameras are off, maybe, like, she talks to Eddie about it, maybe she knows, like, I'm truly doing all of this just for the cameras. Like, I promise this is not real like maybe the true people who truly know Tamra know that but I'm gonna I'm gonna say from what I'm viewing it is baffling how vicious she is towards Jen because she doesn't think Ryan is good for her this isn't like Vicky and Brooks I think I've said a million times, I mean, Ryan's probably going to cheat on her. If not, he's cheating on her. But he's not like scamming her out of money, I don't think. And I just don't understand. I have, I've had friends in bad relationships, but I have never embarrassed them like this as a form of getting my point across because they're not going to hear me. How are they going to listen to me talking like, like, a friend who's in a bad relationship or a relationship you view as bad 
it, you have to tread so lightly because they may stop telling you things about the relationship or they may do what most people do, which is side with their partner. Because who knows what the partner's, the partner's going to be telling them like, oh my God, everyone just wants you not to be happy or people just don't know us like, like we do. You know, all this stuff that you say to discredit information that's coming in that's maybe the opposite of what your partner, your bad partner is trying to say to you. And we see that. We see Ryan say about Tamara, consider the source, which is what Brooks said about Tamara. And we all know how Brooks was. But I just, no one is as bad as Brooks. Brooks was so clearly not there for the right reasons. I don't understand what Ryan's benefiting in this situation. Other than being able to like cheat on Jen. Is that, is that like what he's doing? You know, and also Tamara hasn't been around Ryan and Jen for a couple for a couple months at least because they had that falling out. And maybe things are different. I don't know. It's just being angry like Tamara is. And and then trying to and she tries to pull and this is such a Tamara thing and I'm like, you're still doing this? She, you know me, you know me, you know me. I tell the truth. I tell the truth. I don't sugarcoat it. You know me. You know, I I I get it. I get, I don't think he's good for her. Okay, yeah, that's okay. But do you need to scream at her and embarrass her? Do you really not want to have any of these conversations privately at this point after you've already done this a few times and she's cried and you've made her cry? Like, what do you, why do you hate her? You know, she like hates her. But then she's going to be like, I just want to work on my friendship with Jen. And I'm saying, lady, what are you talking about? What's happening? Jen then calls oh, the only person to go with Ta with Jen is Taylor. I know people have been kind of bored with Taylor, but I think I see Taylor being really involved in the group. It's not her fault. Uh, it's not her fault what they show or don't show, you know, because I'm sure she's had more scenes that they've edited out. But she's like really present for people, and I like it. Like she's there for Heather later in the episode. And whether or not she's going to go talk shit about Heather, you know, is she staying present? How about that? She Taylor is present this season, which is not a compliment. I mean it as a compliment. I actually am enjoying Taylor and want to see her return full time. Um, but I do understand people maybe not getting her, getting what she, getting the value she's bringing. But Jen calls Ryan and she's hysterical and crying. And then she says, if there's anything you haven't told me, you I better hear it from you. Because if Tamara screams something at me from across the table and I hear it from her, I am going to come undone. And he, that's when he says, well, I mean, look, she's got nothing. Consider, you know, consider the source. And I literally, that's what Brooks said, which is a very convoluted example. Because in the case, and when Brooks said it, it was technically something Vicky made up and told Tamra that Brooks told her. Brooks told me that Jimmy says his relation, his marriage with with Megan has been challenging, when really Vicky made that up. Clearly, she made it up, and obviously then Tamra told Megan because that's what Tamra does. And so, because Brooks didn't say it, it's like all right, you didn't really say it. However, he did say consider the source. Which he probably has heard from Vicky that Tamara is not to be trusted. So it's kind of a convoluted example in comparison. But, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. 
What I took away from this scene, though, was Jen's confessional. She goes, it's giving me this doubt. It's making me question. And I'm like, well, yeah, like, you should be. You've questioned him, right? Okay. I'm hoping that it was just maybe taken out of context and she meant it in a different way. Because if just this is making you have doubt, you should be on doubt alert. You should be... I know it's like you should have trust in your relationship, but that's basically gone with a guy like him. You should not be relaxing and thinking we're all good. You should not necessarily trust him. Like the whole world seems to know Ryan is some big player. So, uh oh, Jen. They're on the van rides to their day's excursions, and Emily's in the van with Tamara, Shannon, and Gina. And she brings up how Heather called her Snuffleupagus. And how it was fucking rude, and it's the worst. And obviously, Shannon and Tamara. Tamara's trying to like not say a lot, but Shannon's like, "Yeah, fuck her." But Gina reminds them about Heather's mom, and and she says in her confessional, "I know that she can just get labeled this like rich bitch, but it's not that. She's just naturally insulting." <laughs> but then they sh- okay. I knew we met her mom. I could not fully place it. We met. Heather and Gina went to dinner with with Heather's mom and the flashback they showed was like yes that's exactly this prickly lady that even Heather was like oh you the woman resets the table and then looks at Heather and goes and that's how you set a table so this is where she gets it from and as someone who had a pretty mean mom i had a a pretty angry early part of my life there's lessons that need to be learned and unlearned and deprogrammed when you have a, a not so nice mom. I think oh, I have a cat hair stuck on my face. Cat lovers, dog lovers too, you get it, but it's like I can't even find it. Mm, sorry. But um anyway, I'm gonna move on because we have much more to cover here. Jen is riding in the van. She looks like she's in a place of like Arms crossed, she's squinting, and she can barely, like, function. What a nightmare for her. Like, she's been sobbing. She's barely got it together. And now she's got to go ride in a van with Vicky. Vicky, who tells a, paras- a harrowing parasailing story. A harrowing parasailing story. This woman gets flung off. The, st- the string breaks off. And she is she lands on... The top of a building, and they, quote, could not get her down. So did she die on top of the building? Like, is that what happened? I'm scared. Is that what happened? I freaked out. Who knows? Shannon and Emily talk about Heather saying that, oh, she talked shit about you, Bravo Con, and obviously Shannon's like, no, I didn't. I did not do that. And there's Tamara right there. Tamara's just like, don't look at anyone in the eyes, stay looking in a neutral direction and act like I have no idea what they're talking about. Like, come on now. But now this has caused so much chaos because now Shannon in her confessional is like, why else would Heather go to Emily and invent that I was saying things to her at BravoCon about her? If it's only because she wants to sabotage me at every turn. My goodness. My goodness gracious. Maybe this is, maybe Shannon's like 
paranoid from last season. Because wasn't last season when when Shannon got in trouble for talking about Terry and the boob job and Nicole? And then Heather was like, if you ever fuck with my family, I'm coming after you. Okay? Like, remember that? Maybe that, maybe Shannon's convinced that that's what Heather's doing. Maybe. They're all the people that are going to go parasailing around the boat, and Vicky traumatizes every single one of them and explains how to get a happy ending at a massage. You put your heel to your hoo ha, and they just. Whoa. That also doesn't, like, I don't know if I'd really want that. And I did imagine in my head that there was like, tongue going down there so when they're like heather how could you even suggest that that's it's just their hands i'm like i was wondering the same thing i i didn't know dude shannon getting into the water to snorkel <laughs> getting in there like her like she's fighting for her life she getting in there she looked she's like i don't do this i don't do this and then she ends up with this huge gnarly bruise on her arm Vicky parasailing was absolute comedy. Heather, she's just screaming, and Heather tries to take her through a meditation, and the meditation is, you're at Kodo Insurance. There's post-it notes. You're in the office. <laughs> On the boat with Gina, Emily, Tamara, and Shannon, they're doing shots of tequila through the snorkel. That's the kind of day they're having. What is this, honey? Support for today's episode comes from Waterboy. Now, you guys know by now, I don't drink alcohol. And the main reason for that, the hangovers. I couldn't handle them anymore. But when Waterboy was presented to me, I did a little research and found that they don't just worry about hydration. They also have ingredients in there that help with nausea, anxiety, and fatigue. And there's zero sugar. And there's three times the electrolytes to liquid IV. So we all know that hydration alone isn't going to handle your Vegas bender. So for a limited time, our listeners get 15% off your entire order with the code she speaks at waterboy.com. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, how do you know this product's any good? Well, my sister and her husband love to throw a party or two. So I hooked them up with the Waterboy hydration packs. She won't let me share the picture that she sent me the next morning after they threw a party, but they gave the two thumbs up. They were able to start running errands on a Sunday like nothing happened the night before. So there's your endorsement. They love those white claws. They love those sel- those spritzers, that what they're called? The seltzers and the cans. Those cause hangovers. And I've seen them out for days, but they were up and moving thanks to Waterboy. So most hydration packs are packed so full of sugar that they cause you to crash even harder. Not to mention you have to drink so many of them to get the electrolyte replenishment that your body really needs to recover. Waterboy has over nine times the electrolytes as a Gatorade. Okay. Inside each stick, there's ginger for that nausea and to make your tummy feel better. They also include L-theanine, which helps calm your nerves and reduces your anxiety. That was the worst part for me. Their scientifically backed formula truly brings you back from the dead. And the best part, my sister and brother-in-law said that it tastes really good too. And their most popular flavors are strawberry lemonade, lemon lime, and blue raspberry. You're going to actually want to want to drink these. Waterboy is gluten-free, caffeine-free, dairy-free, vegan, and made right here in the US of A. A lot of things get worse as you get older. 
but your hangovers don't have to. Waterboy isn't a magic cure, but it's pretty damn close to one. Hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their hangover cure. It's time to stop dealing with the anxiety alone. For a limited time, my listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount when they use the code she speaks at waterboy.com. That's 15% off with code she speaks at waterboy.com. Waterboy has got you recovered. How could you do this to me? Question mark. I've become a little obsessed with my oral care, my oral health and hygiene. My dad smoked for years and his teeth are falling out of his head left and right. And that will not be me. So along came Quip at just the right time. Quip makes it easy. They deliver all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. Like this electric toothbrush. There's timed sonic vibrations with 30 second pulses to guide what a dentist would recommend as the perfect two minutes it clean. It's really lightweight too. There's no bulky cords and wires and chargers to weigh you down. It comes with a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. Skip the batteries and snap into healthy habits with the new rechargeable electric toothbrush. All the features of the original Quip plus one magnetic charge powers up to three months of a brushing. The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over 9 million mouths. You can upgrade your Quip with a smart motor too, so you can track and improve your brushing with the free quick app. You can earn amazing rewards like free refills, products, Target gift cards, and more. In addition to brush heads, Quip also delivers fresh floss, toothpaste, mouthwash, and gum refills every three months from $7. With stylish and affordable electric brushes starting at just $25, you won't be paying through the teeth for better oral health. Another really great feature is these sonic vibrations are super sensitive. So you got to be gentle on your, you have to be gentle on your gums. People brush too hard and some electric toothbrushers are too abrasive and not quip. The built-in two-minute timer pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides, and it helps to clean your whole mouth evenly. Up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or don't clean evenly. And how's this for some credibility? Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by over tens of thousands of dental professionals, and they have over 25,000 verified five-star reviews. If you go to getquip.com, slash bravo right now you'll get 20 percent off any electric toothbrush mint and gum dispenser or water flosser that's 20 percent off any electric toothbrush mint and gum dispenser or water flosser at getquip.com slash bravo spelled g-e-t-q-u-i-p.com slash bravo quip the good habits company not well bitch they get to dinner after their excursions and Shannon just casually, mm, she just, she brings up the Montana trip and the things that Tamara talked about. And it seemed like you guys resolved things. And I'm wondering if you guys are still in a good spot. Is she kidding? Were you, she can't, that's up to Tamara. They're not in a good spot. Did you see what happened at lunch? Was Shannon out there? Was Shannon out there? No, Shannon was right there. Hello, lady. No. Vicky, though, oh, she, mm? Vicky steps in and she goes, I'm going to tell you, you have five children. You should have stayed in your marriage. Victoria. 
Gina is as defensive as I would have been. I kind of lived for it because if you don't know Vicky, it seems like she is coming in way too strong. Way too and and Heather and and Shannon also get defensive, you know, like that isn't cool, okay? But Gina goes off. She's like, you don't know the history, so don't come into this vacation and attack one of us. Now, I didn't like Emily not having Gina's back here. I didn't like her going, she didn't attack her. Uh, You can, mm -mm." she has to defend you all the time, Emily, so you can zip it. Okay, have Gina's back. All right. I don't even like Gina. And I will really not like Gina by the end of this episode. Oh, my God. Oh. Mm. But anyway, Vicky gets kind of back on track and makes it more clear. She finally says, I left my husband for a bad guy and I regret it every fucking day of my life. Now, what's interesting is I know she romanticizes her marriage to Dawn, but they were really unhappy and he was in like a long-term affair that came out at one of the reunions that Brianna knew about. So... You know, she romanticizes it, but it wasn't going to be... Her love tank wasn't ever filling up, I'll tell you that much. Um, not with Dawn. Unless they came... Unless they... I don't know. But anyway, she says she regrets it. And Jen cries and she's like, look, I know you think I just don't love marriage. I love marriage. And I wanted my marriage to work, but I would cry because I wondered, you know, was I not woman enough for him? For him to to care? Shannon is super teary. She's really choked up and teary this whole episode, on and off. But she says, my heart breaks for you, and I just want the best for you. Shannon. Jen's confessional is that uh, she takes this treatment, the treatment of everyone kind of like attacking her, because she feels like she deserves it. And now that explained a lot. It explained a lot. It also, because I know that there's history with Tamara where, like, she wasn't hearing everything. Like, Tamara wasn't getting information from Jen. She's only hearing it from, like, Ryan, who'd hear it from Eddie. And so she was kind of cutting Tamara off. So maybe she's like, yeah, okay, I kind of deserve a little bit of being beat up from Tamara because she's so guilt-ridden. It just, that really made a lot of sense to me. It did. Dude, the next day... Vicky and Tamara make fun of Shannon because Shannon has not had a toothbrush the entire trip. And she, Vicky's like, is that toilet paper sticking out of your ass? And she says, no, it's a maxi pad. And I'm like, whoa, wait, what? A maxi pad? Why you got a maxi pad? On the van ride, Emily tells Tamara that she's thought about joining a fitness competition. Or did Tamara say that's what Eddie said? Or something. But this gets Emily on the thing. I like to have goals. You know, I have always given myself goals in my life. And Gina chimes in and says, was one of your goals to have Heather follow you? Because that happened. Heather is not in a place to have a sense of humor about anything because she's so on the defense, which is fair. Um, but she she rightfully worries about where this is going. And she explains, like, I unfollowed people when I left the show. Or left the friend group, she says. And I didn't want to see any of the content or anything. And she's like, oh, maybe I was a bit jealous. Kind of, like, she kind of is pretty honest about it. But immediately, Tamara's like, don't be so defensive. Oh, God, Heather. Don't be so defensive. <laughs> like, all condescending. 
And Gina makes it a very big deal that Heather was not following her because, quote, friends follow friends. They follow each other on social media. That's what we do. I like your stuff. I comment on it. That's what we do. And for Emily, I guess it makes her feel like we're just the peons. You follow me. I don't follow you. And I will say that when Heather talks to Taylor later and she's like, look, I unfollowed when I left the group. And then (laughs) when I came back in the group, I didn't want to start following because, you know, the media picks it up and they're like, oh, wow, Heather's now following. Why did she unfollow? Well, that's again, I kind of get that now. I also don't think Heather knew about the mute feature, which is one of the best ones. Muting. Mm, Love it. It's one of my favorite, favorite features. Heather just goes, Emily, you good? Gina, you good? And then Emily goes, I want you to know that I blocked you. (laughs) I wish Heather could have found that funny, but she, even if it was her best day, she wouldn't have found that funny, to be honest. So as they're getting off, she's like, I just want to fucking go home. And Tamara and Shannon are like, what? What could it possibly be? Is she upset? Why is she upset? Vicky's like, she feels picked on. Like, I'm watching it. I don't have like... The animosity and the hatred for her that you guys do, and I can see it very clearly. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, they go to the shaman. Tamara, Jen, Shannon, and Vicky. And they toggle back and forth between Vicky and Tamara's confessional acting super what does even a shaman do what's a shaman i'm like oh shut up shannon obviously lives for it tamra's when they set the intention tamra says i want to get rid of the hate that's in my heart and have no hate in my heart girl jen asks for clarity in her relationships and i thought that was like deep i was like yes you do need that but as they're done Tamara is like, I, I really want a deeper friendship with, with Jen. That's what it, that's what this made me realize. Girl, just yesterday or yeah, yesterday or the day before you like literally were attacking her and okay, whatever. I can't like, I literally, I get whiplash with Tamara. What is wrong with her? Heather then confides though in Taylor when they're at their thing and Taylor's like, girl, it's because of that money. That money makes them feel inferior. And Heather says, but the thing is, they keep telling me it's a me problem. And I was like, girl, yes, that's the issue. It's not like they're able to go, man, I feel a little inferior around Heather. Instead, it's like, Heather, you do this. Heather, you do this. Heather, you do that. And truly nothing she does is good enough at all. I don't know if Emily and Gina are overcompensating because last season they got accused of being all up her ass. And so this season they're like, well, watch this. But I also don't understand Gina being so offended. Like, I don't see Gina being all that good of a friend. What is happening off camera that we're missing? Are we missing a piece? What is that? Okay. So they get to the restaurant. The... The shaman group, a.k.a. Shannon, Tamara, Vicky, and Jen... 
they get their last. So the group's already sitting. And there's like this <laughs> pathway that goes around. But there's also this like decorative little net thing. And Jen and Tamara just walk right over it. And you watch as Vicky and Shannon think that they are required to think that this is the only way to get to the table when it's literally like you can just walk around. You don't have to do it. But they're both acting like they are about to walk across coals because they are this will this will give them a better understanding. They have to do it. Shannon ends up on the ground crawling because she can't do it. Girl. And they're just like, go around. Like, you can walk. <laughs> this There's like a TV show where this was like a bit. There was something where it was a bit where they were acting like it, it was this super scary jump or something. It's like, it's literally like that. Like, it was so silly to watch them. Vicky talks about her new guy. And she's like, you know what? I'm not in a rush. We're not in a rush. And Heather, I was shocked too. Heather's like, I don't think I've ever heard you say that. And she goes, it makes me happy, but also a little sad. I'm sorry. What she says is, I want to make sure I get this line right. She says, this is the first time I've heard you say that you're not all in. And that makes Tamara go, whoa, 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 wait, Heather. Because in Montana, you said Shannon was not 100% all in when it comes to John. What? Literally what? Okay. Shannon is immediately choked up and emotional. And they when they show the flashback of this conversation, it actually seemed like Tamara was being shady. You know, like it seemed like Tamara trying to say, oh, it's, a, it's interesting that after all these years, he doesn't spend the night. And I feel like Heather was trying to say, look, maybe Shannon's not all in. Making it more like maybe Shannon doesn't want it. I kind of felt like it was more to get Tamara off the topic and how it's being turned into. Can you just imagine how Tamara told? Well, she said you were not all in. And by the way, why is that a fucking insult? Like, why is that so, so bad? So, so bad. Shannon's like, yeah, what did you mean by that? You said I wasn't all in, Heather. And Heather explains like, Okay, from the things that you've told me, you maybe seem like you're figuring it out. Shannon is in the shakiest voice. Okay, well then say that. Say that. And don't say, she's not all in. Like, she's mad. Heather then explains that my intention was not to be, like, malicious. It was just that you're figuring it out. Shannon is completely choked up. She can't even get her words out. Heather, you said to Emily, behind our back again... <laughs> That I said something horrible about Emily. Why are you so upset, Shannon? <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Shannon gets so hysterical so easily. Heather finally has had enough. And she says, listen, it wasn't Shannon. It was Tamara. So regardless, she is admitting that she was like, guys, Tamara was talking all sorts of shit about you. So she, so then of course Tamara is like, and, okay, wait, hold on. Before I get to that, Emily's confessional is kind of shitty. She's like, oops, my bad. Should I write her a note? Damn. Okay. Like, but then Tamara, Tamara's like, uh-uh, I was just imitating you. I was imitating what you said. 
And Heather goes, that's an interesting twist on the words that I used. And you called them trash. But that is not what she, I don't believe for a second, anything that comes out of Tamara's mouth at this point. Heather is rightfully tired of having her words get all mixed up. I'm exhausted for her. I'm like, I was so happy she just shut this shit down eventually because it's a joke what's happening. This was so weird how quickly Tamara became like Bible for Gina. Gina, who had literally been warning Heather against Tamara this whole time, now she's like, well, okay, so... Tamara's confessional is that she walked up to Heather at BravoCon and she was sitting with everyone and she said, oh, so you're with a bunch of fucking losers. And she gave her, gave me this look like, oh, shit, she remembers I said that to her. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They're going back and forth. This At one point, Vicky then has to get up and she goes over to one of the servers and she goes, no bueno, no bueno. And he's like, "I please don't talk to me. But Gina, Gina is so heated so quickly and I'm like she's drunk oh she doesn't drink so what is the problem she starts yelling at Heather why didn't you text me if somebody's calling me a loser you should tell me her stupid fucking fake accent Tamara screams no one called you a loser that's what I'm saying I said it to her as a joke bullshit now Gina gets up she knocks her chair over and she's like I'm done I am done and in in her confusion Professional? Gina says it feels like she's been punched in the stomach. Okay. Here's Heather, who was trying to tell you that Tamara talked shit about you at BravoCon. She, Emily got confused and heard it was Shannon. So now there's been this confusion. Now Heather is clarifying, I was telling you guys that Tamara did. And now Tam, which which is technically her telling her, telling Gina Tamara was talking about you. And Gina's like, why didn't you tell me? You're supposed to tell me you're my friend. What? She was telling you. She was telling you about it. And so why is this like getting punched in the stomach? She, like, I, 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 I don't get it. I, don't, I really don't get it. Emily says, if I was called a loser, that's a bunch of bullshit because I'm like all accomplished and whatever. And this is when Heather just gets the fuck up and says, you guys don't like me. I'm going. Gina is on hinge. She goes, you're the one having conversations about us being losers. Ugh. Heather goes, it was Noella. And I'm like, who are we even talking about? What are we even saying? Okay. Maybe, maybe Heather's saying that she told Tamara that Noella said they were calling us a bunch of losers or something. I'm confused. But regardless, Gina is now screaming, almost in tears. I tried to be a good friend to you the entire time, Heather. I really do. What? I don't understand what she's not doing for you. She's the one who opened this season saying she feels like you're not reaching out to her to invite her to events. Gina Okay, and you admitted, yeah, I don't invite you because you're going to say no. And she's like, well, invite me. Gina, I am upset. And Heather says, you've never had my back in situations like this. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Tell her. And Gina goes, had your back? You talk shit about me behind my back. What are you saying? What are you literally saying? Heather's confessional is spot on. You're going to believe Tamara. The one you've been warning me against? Yeah, okay. 
And Tamara does yet another lame stunt where she picks up her glass and just drops it and goes, you are a fake friend. It's like another napkin toss. I'm like, okay, congratulations. Vicky's literally crying. Actual tears are coming out of her eyes. She's sitting over at the bar by herself <laughs> drinking and she's crying because it's just so, it's so hard to watch the way they were treating Heather. Heather joins her and she and they commiserate. But Heather looks at production, obviously, and she's like, I'm done with the show. And then Shannon comes over like, what the fuck is going on? And Vicky says, your piranha is just chewing on her. Leave her the fuck alone. And Shannon's like, OK, OK, I guess you're not going to come back to the table. Uh, yeah, no. She is crying at the table. I really thought she liked me. And Tamara, I thought she liked me, too. It, mm, 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 you did this, Tamara. Heather has done nothing to you, okay? But you have done shit to her. You were talking shit about Heather's acting career with Taylor, and then you threw it. You threw Taylor under the bus. But you were one hundred percent talking shit, being like, "Oh, just a couple one-offs here and there," and oh, her IMD. You were being shady as hell. So Heather probably it. And, and Gina has been trying to get Heather to see that Tamara is the problem, that I wouldn't be surprised that that's why T Heather was like, and yeah, I guess she was talking shit about you at BravoCon. You know, it all makes sense. But now Gina is, I don't understand. It is like she needed a storyline. She was doing so well. She was the only one not playing into this bashing of Heather. And she was done with the Jen shit. And then she had to Gina. She just had to Gina. I cannot. I can't. And then in her confessional, she's like, I can't force Heather to be a good friend. And if she's not willing to be a good friend, then I'm done. At this point, what can I do? It's getting like pathetic. Yeah, you are. You're pathetic. Okay. Emily tells Tamara, whilst wearing a tiara... Sometimes when people have a superiority complex, they need to be accountable for that. <laughs> like the irony of you saying it in this fucking tiara. Like, okay. They leave, okay, they end this restaurant scene in this kind of like ominous editing way where it's like PC, you know, like here's this, like it's like boom, beat, boom, beat. Now they're getting on the van, boom. And then it says four hours later. And I'm thinking it's going to be like another Ireland thing. It's just the Trace Amigas partying. That's it. That's it. A little misleading. A little misleading. And back at the hotel, Heather, Taylor, and Jen are all commiserating about how awful the night was. And meanwhile, the Trace Amigas, they're done dancing on the bar. And Shannon and Tamara start talking about Heather and um, how Heather was going to try to throw them under the bus with Gina and Emily, which, sure, yeah, she kind of was. Shannon asked, though, if Heather was ever going to correct them or if she was just going to let let it ride with with sh Emily thinking she was the one who talked about her. And obviously she wouldn't have known that it was misunderstood because she, you know, until until she was accused of saying you said Shannon was talking shit about me. And then she's like, I didn't say that. Like and then Tamara goes. I don't think she would have. I don't think she would have corrected it. And Shannon goes, what, is it just to hurt me? So Shannon is still under the guise that Heather was like, 
guys, guess what? Shannon. Or, or, okay, she really said Tamra was the one. But when they thought she said Shannon, she went, eh, that's fine. I don't like Shannon anyway. So just go ahead and think it was Shannon. No. Is it just to hurt me? And Tamra goes, I think so. Tamra's confessional is that whenever Heather is up against the wall, she throws someone under the bus. But that is literally Tamra. That is literally what Tamra does. <laughs> to a T. So, what? She's going to have to reevaluate her relationship with Heather. Okay. I think she's going to need to reevaluate. But then at BravoCon, they were cool. At that point, they had wrapped. I bet it's been... Heather has been on her Instagram posting. Like, see? Look at this proof. Like, she's not... I like Heather just not giving a fuck. She's probably so worried about coming across as uptight and shit because she gets that note a lot. Uh, But I like that she's just like, fuck it. I don't fucking care. Fuck you all. I'm like, yeah. Let them know. Next week's... There's a preview for next week's. I posted about it on... Uh, my TikTok and on my social media, but in it, Gina, we don't see the 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 planning of it, but it seems from what I gather from the dialogue that Gina asked to have a lunch with Heather, and Heather shows up like, "You rang. How can I help you?" And she Heather plays for Gina the clip, the clip from. The clip from the podcast where Tamara brags about calling them losers or Teddy brags about Tamara calling them losers. And Gina's like, okay, but like, you're my friend. Like, why didn't you tell me? Like, it's still not cool, Heather. I'm done. I give up. I don't want her back on my screen ever again. You understand me? I need her gone. (laughs) I'm so annoyed. There's no helping her. There's no helping her. There's no, it's, I give up. I give up on you, Gina. I'm over it. Anyway, enough of that. It's time for Southern Charm. So if you are watching on YouTube, please make sure you're subscribed and hit the bell so you never miss an episode. And if you're listening on a podcast, please rate and review the show. It helps so much. It's free. No need to support. And if you want to hear the Southern Charm episode, sign up for the Patreon. I'm making it available to all tiers. So just $3 a month and you can get access to all the episodes ad-free and sometimes early and okay that's it bye guys love you mean it thank you so much for watching and for listening to she speaks bravo with emily hanks if you haven't already would you mind leaving a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you listen that would be amazing and if you're watching on youtube make sure you are subscribed and hit that bell so you don't miss an episode and if you're looking for more content more exclusive bonus content check out the patreon i post two exclusive episodes a month and i'm covering just the bravo jams like classic Roni, Atlanta, and of course Vanderpump Rules. If you just want to support the show, head to buymeacoffee.com slash Bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. We also have merch available at shespeaksbravo.com. And if you're interested in hearing my takes on non-Bravo shows, check out my new podcast, She Speaks It All. I cover the challenge, drag race, and any other show I'm obsessed with that's not 
Bravo. She Speaks It All is available everywhere you get your podcasts, just like this show. Make sure you're following me on the social medias. I am She Speaks Bravo across all platforms. Thank you so much for any support you give the show, even if it's just listening. Appreciate you. Love you. Mean it. I'll see you soon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.